Welcome to Naturopathy Today. Your hosts are Dr. Michael Schwartz and Steve Langford. Join them as they guide you on a journey to good health through holistic naturopathy. Now here are Michael and Steve. And welcome back to another fabulous episode of Naturopathy Today, where we discuss current issues as well as giving you information to help you on your journey towards excellent health. And your co-guide is Steve Langford. Good morning, Steve. Hello, Michael. How are you? Well, so far, so good. No complaints. (laughs) Me too. Every day is a good day when you get to do what you love. You know, it's funny you would say that because I tell people I've not been to work in 45 years. When I came into the health food industry, I found my home. It's been just such a blessing to have found myself, my home, my lifestyle. You know, I'm just all full of it because of it (laughs) on so many levels. (laughs) Well, me too, Michael. I I started early in my adult life learning these things, and it has become my passion, my avocation, my lifestyle. It's been what I have been able to share with others for decades, and that's provided meaning in my life as well as the benefits personally, which means so much. So I think we're both very fortunate to have had this exposure and now the opportunity to share that with others. You know, when I first came into the industry, and and when you say share that with others, it makes me think that the health food industry and the people in it back in the 70s, this was kind of like an evangelistic movement. You know, we felt great. We got healed. We were healthy. We were vibrant. And we wanted everybody to be that way. So we ended up, you know, trying to convince our family, our brothers, our sisters, our parents. We wanted to get them into health. And of course, you know, the downside was they thought you were crazy, especially when you became a vegetarian. And I think we talked about that. They stopped inviting us over for dinners because they didn't know what to feed us, rabbit food. Anyway, if those of you who are listening can begin to make these changes, hopefully you have found your home, the thing that you love. You know, I came across a book called uh, 8,960 Words of Wisdom. And one of the things in there was, I called them, I wrote a bunch of stuff called ramblings that I put in LinkedIn and on Facebook page. I have all kinds of writings there on my page. And one of the things I wrote about was loving your job. So many people are so dissatisfied and really hate their jobs. And my attitude was just find the one thing. It's all it takes. One thing that you love about the job and focus in on that. That can change everything. Well, my wife often says to me, the more I change my mind, the more things change around me. And this is all about perspective. You know, we live in a certain environment. And what we think is what colors what we see and influences what we do. And I think so many people don't realize that they have that power to change what they think. It's not an easy thing to do, but when you start to examine, why do I think that? Why do I believe this? 
you start to realize, well, maybe there are other things I should think about, maybe other things I can believe, which will drive me to make better choices. And I've mentioned it before. I think better choices lead to better outcomes. And people just don't realize they have that choice, whether it be the kind of health care you seek or the kind of lifestyle you choose. That's your opportunity. But the more you Assume that you can do that, the more you will do that, and that is what leads us forward. Hopefully, we're going to give people something to think about with our podcast. Well, here's something for them to think about based on what you said about how by changing your mind, you change the things around you. I don't know if you said that or your wife said that, but she says it to me frequently because she has to think about living with me. So how does she uh, think about that? So here's something to think about in relationship to that. Everything in material reality, physical reality, including our bodies, including people, everything is composed of atoms. Every single atom has either a positive or a negative electrical charge. Atoms bound together become molecules. Molecules can end up becoming cells, can becoming hunks of wood, metal, glass, oil, whatever. Molecules create reality. So in reality, (laughs) atoms create reality and Everything has a positive or negative electrical charge. Also, we could say everything has a magnetic resonance. Now, your mind actually operates, and I forget whether it's 60 megahertz or 60 gigahertz, and your mind is fundamentally an electromagnetic generator. So you are either drawing to you what you need to fulfill an expectation that you maintain about self, reality, health, life, money, happiness, whatever, or you are repelling those same items because maybe, just maybe, you may not feel that you deserve to be healthy, happy, wealthy, at peace, whatever the case may be. So it really is mind over matter. And then I heard somebody say as a joke, well, if you don't mind, it doesn't matter. And not funny, maybe true on some levels, but the reality is that you are co-creating your reality with God. Because remember, the teaching is the kingdom of God is within you. And if you you know, pray, prayer is kind of like asking God for something, you know, not not send me the rent check, as so many people do ask for things. But the reality is, you are telling your mind what it is you want. So the question comes up, in terms of making better choices, as you brought up, Steve, the question that people really need to ask themselves is, why can't I stay committed to the good choices that I do want to, that I do make, but I fall off the wagon? Why can't I choose a better path? And so these are the deeper questions that people need to get into on every level to truly be healthier and participate in treating the whole person. Well, I think so often, Michael, that people get bound up with their 
physical challenges. If you have a health problem, especially if you have something that's chronic, it seems you know, just persistent and overwhelming, it's hard for people to sort of change their thinking when they're stuck in a pattern like that. And yet I find that it's that thinking that leads us to hopefully find our way through something in a positive way and not just continually feel like we are the victim of circumstances. Oh, this flu bug came and got me. Well, maybe you invited this flu into your system because you (laughs) didn't do the things that are required in order to build that healthy response and immune system. So thinking is what leads us to action and failure to think still leads us to action, but unthinking and then that way we are kind of victims of circumstance because we're not applying any conscientious choice to the process. Is that a reasonable way to look at it? Absolutely. In fact, what came to mind, a couple of things come to mind. I think that one of the things we do to each other and for each other is stimulate each other's mind to go to the next level, so to speak, to grab hold of, oh yeah, well, that makes me think of. And so here's a couple of things that came to mind for me, a couple of different universal teachings. One, and it goes back to something you said earlier about how we perceive our reality. You know, there's a cliche is you see what you want to see, you hear what you want to hear. Yet in the Old Testament and the New Testament, there are two sayings that are, have eyes to see and ears to hear. And the reason behind that is because it goes back to the atoms. Everything is energetic. And so if you can see the energy behind something, if you can see the thought, because in the beginning is the word. Well, before you ever speak a word, there's a thought in your subconscious mind that manifesting outward. So the question comes up or the, the teaching saying have eyes to see, ears to hear is really see the energy behind what you're looking at and really seek to understand the message behind what you're hearing. What is the energy? That's number one. Number two, you brought up patterns of behavior, one of my favorite topics. If you will go to Exodus, no, I'm sorry, Ecclesiastics 3.15, which is all about patterns of behavior. And what it says, and I'll paraphrase, is that which has taken place is now, and that which will be hath already been. I may have messed that up. So go and read it. (laughs) Ecclesiastics 3.15. But what that's saying is everything is a pattern of behavior. And if you do not, one, identify your patterns of behavior, then they will continue cycle after cycle repeating themselves. Oh, the last thing I wanted to throw out about all of that is there is a new age saying of uh, let go and let God. And when I hear that, I cringe because, one, it's giving up responsibility, and we are responsible for ourselves. That's why God gave us dominion over everything. And number two, what that does is it frees your subconscious mind to fulfill its built-in expectations, which literally smother the spiritual self. You may be religious, but that's different than the spiritual self. So no, that's the worst thing in the world you could do is to let go and let God because you are responsible for you. Stop being a victim. And if you are a victim, you will always be a victim. 
until you understand why you chose, and it is a choice, why you chose to learn and adapt and accept that path. It's interesting how you just described that, because what it says to me is that we are responsible, and that means we have opportunity. So some people will just leave it at the point where, oh, I'm responsible. You mean I have to do something? It's not that flu bug out there or that COVID bug out there. I have some responsibility in this. And if they leave it there, sometimes that can seem a little overwhelming. Well, now what do I do? But the corollary to that, I think, is that, yes, you have responsibility, which gives you opportunity. We have that choice to do something different to change the outcome. So responsibility is actually a beneficial thing that allows us to make choices that move us forward to making choices again that are to our benefit. So it's a way of looking at life that takes you out of being a victim to being an opportunist. What does this present to me to move forward? And that's my takeaway from what you were just saying there. Absolutely. You know, we are, that's why we have shoulders. So we can shoulder the load. We can do what it has to be done. We have everything we need within us. And the only reason we get sick on one level is that it fulfills an expectation. You know, we're coming into the flu season or we're in the midst of the flu season or the flu season has just passed. It just depends on when this gets aired. When you listen to it. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, there is that. I forgot about that part. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so here's the deal about the flu season. You know, we talked about COVID and the flu season both being started by viruses. Well, colds, on the other hand, because we did explain in the previous sessions that viruses don't live, so to speak, outside until they get inside of a host. Germs, bacteria, mold, fungus, on the other hand, is always alive and active. And if you've ever gotten cut and it gets infected, here's why. Aside from having you know, not a healthy immune system, literally your body is covered with billions and billions and billions of bacteria. They're infinitesimally small, you can't see them by an eye, but you know you see the commercials where the dust mites, well, you're covered with critters that size. Your body also has what's called an acid mantle. And that acid mantle protects you from invasion so that the creatures cannot penetrate into, through the pores, into your body. However, when you get a cut, that is when the acid mantle is broken, and that gives the bacteria an opportunity to get inside the body. So what's interesting is that even getting cut, you set yourself up for that infection. Now, I know how that sounds. Trust me. I've had so many people tell me how insane I am. And when they do that, <laughs> I, oh, all the time, Steve, and I always thank them. I say, thank you for noticing. You know, it means that they heard what I had to say. So that's kind of a good thing. But we do, my wife and I always refer to and look at situations from that unique perspective that we share that I want to share with everybody else so that you too can incorporate it because it helps 
eliminate stress on some levels and angst. It gives you a deeper understanding as to why things take place. And it helps us with our kids and our friends when we see how they set themselves up for either disappointment or something, tragedy, accident, illness. You know, you can see it in the food choices people make going back to choices. They, you know, it's like the commercials tell you, if you eat this, you're going to be a man, you're going to be healthy, you're going to be happy. All the while, it's clogging your arteries and your life hasn't changed one iota. In order for it to change, you really do need to climb inside your head and question why. Why did I choose this? Why do I continue down this path? Why is the great second greatest word? The first is understanding. But why is fabulous? Because it leads to understanding. And on that, I understand we're pretty much out of time trying to keep to our 20 minutes so that uh, we've given people a lot to digest yet again and to regurgitate and, you know, really ponder some of the things that Steve and I share with you. So I've pretty much said my piece for today anyway. It's all yours, Steve. Well, Michael, as always, it, it goes into all kinds of interesting directions. And I just wanted to reiterate to our listeners, if they're new, they can go back and listen to the previous episodes. You have a lot of resources for people. If they want to follow you and look to your um, website and your other social media, they have access to a lot of the wisdom that you have shared over many years. They also can go to my podcast, healthquestpodcast.com, and they can listen about a lot of different topics from a lot of different experts. The more information they get from these various sources, including us, the more they're going to be equipped to make these choices, to be informed going forward. And that's everybody's responsibility and everybody's opportunity. And I'm here to say that we're happy to be able to provide that awareness to these listeners. So thank you, Michael. My pleasure, Steve. You know, we're both of the same ilk. We love to share. And on that note, y'all tune in next week. We have more to share. Next week, we'll start in on cardiovascular disease and what you can do to prevent it. There's our timer. We are actually done. <laughs> hey, you are right on time. I look forward to our next episode. So long, folks. Y'all take care and be well. God bless. Thank you for listening to Naturopathy Today, sponsored by MNP, Michael's Naturopathic Programs at michaelshealth.com. Join us every Monday for the latest episode in this journey to excellent health on all levels. <laughs>